loving God too much. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, thanks be to God. Well, let me take a breath. The voice of reason, of faith, courage, and of a sound mind. Well, (laughs) have you ever been so devoted to God? Do you think that you can ever be too devoted to God? Who do you think would make out that you might be too devoted to God? Exactly. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. 2 Timothy 2.26 For those lost and ensnared in sin and temptation, wickedness, lasciviousness, a snare to pull these people under, I believe the Holy Spirit counsels, would easily be as they strive for goodness and to achieve commandment one, so highly praised and highlighted for its absolute essentiality by Jesus Christ himself, the biggest aspect of all godly people, to put God first and love God with all your heart. God is love. When anyone declares or makes out a disparaging remark with regards to your faith, (laughs) with regards to you possibly loving God too much, do you think that that would be someone carrying the Holy Spirit? No. When anyone declares or makes out a disparaging remark with regards to you possibly loving God too much, they are not coming from God. That is not God. That's someone more of the world and caring more about the Antichrist than Christ and God first. 2 Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. That 
that's how you know you're set apart. That's when you know it's good to be set apart. And because of being set apart and being under the wings of God and in the light of God, with the Holy Spirit as your counsel and your guide, you can quickly tell when someone is trying to knock you off your course to further ascension. To love God so much is to be at a very high level of ascension. But you can never love God too much. When you're in final, fullest of love, you're in final wholeness and unity with God. That is the path that every single person is called to for their fullest salvation and their final saving into God, into heaven. There's only one type of person and thing that doesn't want that and that will try therefore to tell you you're loving God too much because your next step and your next step thereafter is to be at one with God. That is the trajectory that we are meant to fulfill. When someone doesn't want that, they don't want the best for you or good for you. That is not someone of good intent. Do we blame them and get angry about them? You're well entitled to, of course, that's God's wrath. But of course, it's not good to keep a hold of that and definitely not, you know, um, healthy for you. And of course, forgiveness is key and putting God first is always key. But if you're putting God first, it's very easy to shift your focus off of that and <laughs> straight on to God again. But in doing so, that clarity of God's will that I spoke of there, you know, when you're not conformed to the pattern of this world, but you're transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. In that place of putting God first, you're also going to be very much um, discerning and setting that which has come against um, your love for God and putting it to one side and saying and declaring for yourself that that is not right. You want to surround yourself with people who support you. On your way, you will find people that don't like the fact that you are going further, that you are shining bright, especially if they are in bondage to sin and want to use you for sin purposes. They are going to want to try and knock you off balance in any way, shape or form. I believe through the counsel of the Holy Spirit. This is what the Holy Spirit, I feel, is telling me this is all about. Earlier on, I had a telephone call. And the person was pretty much, you know, I wouldn't say they're full gone, but they were, they'd been drinking. And I knew it, the way that they were speaking, but, you know, you don't just judge and you know, you do what you're called to do and I answered the phone and they knew the situation I was going through. So we'll keep this without naming names because the information is obviously important to share but it's important that they have time to change and improve 
well, I don't know if that's the real reason for not saying, but anyway, what, whatever it is. Um, but in any case, that phone call resulted in trying to throw me off track with regards to my family. Then telling me how beautiful I was and that I'm a beautiful woman and focusing on me physically. This is a Christian, a supposed fellow of the Christian church. Church of Scotland that said this and acted like this towards me. And I remind them that I'm a consecrated person living in pureness, purity. I'm not about the physical. Of course, I'm a spiritual and physical being, but I am not about the flesh and about all these different things. Yes, I'm beautiful inside and out, but it's about the soul of me, the spirit, the Holy Spirit that's inside. It's about God, putting God first. So I directed them on that path. Again, wanting to meet up and then also talking about such things as um, eventually what they would like is to have a relationship to have and to hold someone. I'm like, well, I don't know how much of the antithesis we can really get here with regards to things. And so this is where this comes from. Someone who's tempted, tempt, uh, uh, or of the flesh this is a Christian of the flesh speaking to me like this that knows that I'm consecrated and putting God first saying all these things to me oh God help us I pray for women right now I pray in the name of Jesus Christ the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost I pray for all women in a consecrated life right now who are um, Christian but you're taking the walk of God so you're doing it as much as you can by the grace of God and we know that it is a step into higher perfection each time. God I just pray um, a powerful prayer of protection over all women and children against men that would seek to use or abuse them just as vessels. I talked about this already today God why are these people still trying to behave like this? God, I rebuke them. I rebuke the devil. Rebuke Satan. You can never love God too much. And it's those of satanic nature that would try and uh, tempt you otherwise. The kind of gaslighting almost impact that, you know, was about, um, if you take this route with your family, I think that they might see you as this. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm very clever and very wise. I'm quite well aware that whether or not they meant it, that God is using this to elevate me higher because God's, you know, that's a test. That's a test. And um, I'm not falling for it. I'm not interested what the world thinks. I'm not interested what the flesh world thinks. I'm not interested in a court that's lower than God and what they think about a level of a person's faith and belief. If I was interested in the heathen, I think you'd know, <laughs> and I'm not. Quite the opposite. 
I've cared for them all, yes. But God first. They're worried about God? You better be joking. Don't be so stupid. So. Oh, God. In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost, I just pray this powerful prayer of protection once again over all women and children. We pray for um, these men to be rebuked, for the devil to be bound and rebuked and taken to the foot of cross for judgment, clean out of their lives. And we pray that they would consecrate themselves to you, Lord God, and to follow in the footsteps of the blessed um, spouse of Mary, Joseph, or Jesus himself even, in full unity and accord and accordance with the power of the Holy Spirit to walk them through in the right ways about how they should be um, following God and putting God first and how they should be viewing women and um, and people in general. Um, and that um, of Joseph who was said obviously to to look after and protect Mary, who according um, to so many believe is so beautiful. And he was able to uphold and honour Mary in that way, but he was only able to do that by putting God first. It's not something that people are going to be able to do by putting the devil first. Oh God. And so there's Antichrist within the Christian church. That's been, noti- that's been noticed. Mm. That's a disgrace to the level that that is. Don't get me wrong, we have all got to perfect. We've all got things that we have to correct and perfect. But there's a level that we really don't expect and that is one of them. Mm. <sighs> Glory to God for this message. Mm. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Colossians 3, 1-2. Mm. The Holy Spirit's love is not common. 3, Revelation 2, 2-5. I know your works, your labour and your endurance, and that you cannot tolerate evil. You have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and you have found them to be liars. Mm. Oh my. Ephesians 1, 4-5 For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. 
in love. Anyone, anything, let's put it this way, it's a thing that doesn't want you to love Jesus Christ, to love God, to love Mary, to love Joseph in that way, in the highest, purest sense, is not giving the message of love, of God. Deuteronomy 8.11-14 But that is the time to be careful. Beware that in your plenty you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands. The first command is to put God first. Psalm 119, 2 to 3, we'll read after this one. Psalm 119, 47 to 48. I shall delight in your commandments, which I love, and I shall lift up my hands to your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. Psalm 119, 2 to 3. How blessed are those who observe his testimonies, who seek him with all their heart. All their heart, not part of their heart, not uh, considering that maybe they might be loving God with just too much of their heart. No, just a little bit too much of their heart. No, just, you know, that's kind of like a little bit too much. You want to leave some something for something else? No. All of your heart. It doesn't say a little bit. It doesn't say that anything's too much. It doesn't say that there should be room left for something aside from God. No. With all emphasis, all their heart. All their heart. If you're seeking him with all your heart, that means... That you can never love God too much. And that if you're making God everything in your life, then everything in your life must be in direct correlation with that. That God is at the centre of everything. You cannot love God too much. If you put God at the centre of everything, that means everything that you're doing is right in alignment with God to the best of your will as you keep climbing up higher and being even more perfect in that the more and more and more that you strive to love God more and more and to really open up and ascend in unity with God goodness Twenty four John fourteen twenty three to twenty four. Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them, 
and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching, and these words you hear are not my own, they belong to the Father who sent me. Matthew 22, 37, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind.